I welcome everybody to the four out door. I don't think I can hear you through the headphones. Uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Are you in? It was on sale. No, honey. now I can hear you. There you go. I, I think I can hear you as well. <coughs> Strewman, the four outdoors. Good save, Garrett. Thanks, Garrett. Boy, this kid's only been here about a year, and he's kicking butt. He's doing a great job. He's in the longest the training process ever. Yeah. When well, does he get to go solo? He's been helping for like two straight years. Yeah. February 4th through the 7th, he'll really? be solo. February 4th. Well, Strew will be gone too, so it'll be the beat squad all around. <laughs> He's doing great, though. He did. He just uh, did an on-the-fly adjustment and made it work. So that yeah, gives me hope. That's good. If you can make us look good, you are uh, a friend of mine. Steve Strusinski here, Mark Lukey, my buddy to my left. Four outdoorsmen every Sunday here on Bob FM. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We've got a lot of a, a fun show tonight. Jam-packed show. Who is the buddy? This is this is your kid. Let's talk about this kid first. Well, we have we'll Casey Bergwald. Casey has been a big part of my life for two years now. He has been kind of an assistant coach for my son Nick's team yep. and a great guy. And, um, you know, we got to talking, and he said he was on the Centennial fishing team. And I'm like, well, we got to get him in and talk about Centennial fishing because Centennial is our school. So, um I want to know all about it. I want to and, know about high school uh, fishing. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll 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 banter with him a lot during the second portion after six twenty and six ten. We've got uh, uh, Bill Ortiz is going to be on. Bill Ortiz is somebody I'm going to be fishing with on Thursday down on the Saint Court Mississippi River, south of Lacrosse, someplace down by Ferryville. Don't even know where that is. And we're going to go in an airboat, backwaters of the Mississippi River. Bob Krejci, Dan Boris, and I. That's going to be very and, uh, fun. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun, but it's going to yeah. be colder than an SOB, I think. Well, but you got I, my heater. I got you set up. Yeah, but uh, so we, I, Bill Ortiz is going to have to take care of us, you know. Now, is it because, well, we can ask him this, but is it because river water is more dangerous, or is it because it's cool to be in an airboat? It's Why cool. are you in an airboat? It's cool to be in an airboat. Um, no, it's not that more It's not more dangerous, but the, the opportunities early season, late season are – off the charts as compared mm-hmm. to somebody with a four-wheeler, a snowmobile, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't need that. He can go over water, take you to the spots where people can't go when the ice conditions are suspect. Do you get to fish out of the boat like a Willcraft, just pop the bottom yeah. and just sit there and fish? Or do you have to go over the side? I, I, well, I think we're going to go off over the side. Yeah, I, think. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find out. So Bill Ortiz is going to be on, and we got Casey here, of course, going to be asked about Ice fishing through the skate high school kind of stuff. And then we got Ann Rosenquist from Bayfield, Wisconsin. And she was on a television show called Alone. I'm really excited about that. That's one show in the last 10 years that I got really hooked on. I love Alone. So um, I'm excited for that. I'm going to have a lot of questions. It's on the History Channel. I can get it. So Mm -hmm. I know uh, she was. uh, It's on Netflix, too. Yeah. She was on season 10 for about 19 weeks. They drop him off in the outdoor wilderness, and this lady says, I'm in, so good for her. We're going to talk to her about that. And then she and her uh, buddy Tom, I think his name is, have a, a business called Northwind Organic Farm up in Bayfield as well. So we'll talk a lot about that. That's their passion. So uh, it's a full show, man. That's what's fun about this gig, right? Yeah, it's a full show. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to have a lot of people in the studio here. Uh, Casey's family's coming in. So I like it. It, it kind of gives new life to the show when people are coming in and and joining us. You uh, you did tell Casey's mom that we don't do autographs until after the show, right? <laughs> um, maybe we'll make an exception. Uh, maybe for her. Maybe Casey, for does her. it make you more nervous if your family's here or not here? Uh, 
I think it's when they're not here. I I feel like I'm better. I know that your your dad has a good glare, like he yeah. gives it to the yeah. players when they're screwing up. Are you just yeah. are you gonna be constantly worried about that? Yeah, that <laughs> glare is scary. <laughs> Sometimes I hear your dad say "skate" in my sleep. Yeah, just kind of you know. Yeah, he's you good. know, because he's always saying that. Yeah, that's funny. So uh, yeah, so you're going this week on an ice fishing trip. I was excited just to break out my ice fishing stuff to give it to you. <laughs> so I went um, through my stuff. I put a new battery um, in my heater, so it sparked right up. I got oh, you, I got you set up, and uh, hopefully I get to go out. Soon, I don't. But, uh, yeah. I'm the biggest DBS or the the biggest phony in outdoor radio because I don't do this stuff very often. You do somebody, it more than me lately, yeah. unless unless somebody <laughs> takes me. No, I, yeah. I do have a Bexlar now, and and I've got stuff. I've got maybe half a dozen fishing rods. But none of them have had the line change since 2004, you know. So yeah. my guess is when they go in the water, they're going to go <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a slinky. Yeah. It'll be like a slinky going down to the water. Did you change the line? Never. Even when you dropped your rod down the hole in, in Lake of the Woods last year? Never. You didn't change it? No. Uh, change the line after that, really? No. He fished it out. This is a great story you can tell later. But yeah. he dropped his rod down the hole, 30 feet of water, caught it like... Two hours later, right? That was my at, at least two hours later. That was my yeah. biggest catch in the two days. You on should the have had a cat's world. cover. Yeah, should have had a cat's cover. Oh, funny story. You know, we had Grandpa Jimmy's ice hole trap on. Yeah, and I've been doing TikToks. I, I don't promote it a whole lot. I've been doing TikToks for the Four Doorsmen for three, four years, and we have some videos that have have a lot of views. You know, like one when I was in Alaska, the guy telling the different salmon. We did. How about mine when I did the um, the float your Wisconsin suit. one was funny. I did a float suit in the hot tub. That was a good one. And it worked. You also did one where they misspelled something in a sign in Wisconsin. That was pretty funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we took just <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 just so, a really, really amateur video of Grandpa Jimmy's ice hole trap in the front. And it was uh, about 15 seconds long. It's our biggest video ever. There's yeah. like 35,000 people have watched it already. Isn't that crazy? Just some guy in the front showing that. Yeah. And. Forty people claim to already have invented it. So yeah. <laughs> hopefully we didn't bring on some lawsuits. Like yeah, Grandpa he's, Jimmy. he's got the patent and all that, but that's cool. So anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, Grandpa Jimmy, Jim Dresch's name is, and he invented something. He has a patent on it called Grandpa Jimmy's Ice Hole Trap, and it's um, you can look at it. Go to Grandpa, GrandpaJimmy's.com and look at that his guy videos. should be paying yeah. us, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he's an older guy like I am. It doesn't know much about marketing, whatnot. He does Facebook, but he's never heard of Instagram. Never heard of TikTok. Doesn't know how to get this thing off the ground. But yeah. he's got a patent. And they got a whole bunch. They made a whole bunch of these things, and uh, all of a sudden, Mark puts it on TikTok, and thirty thousand people see it. You know, so, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you sell some of these. Strewman gets a piece of the action, but it's really cool. Look up uh, anybody who wants to see it. Uh, look up. Uh, GrandpaJimmy's.com, I think is what it is. It's a cool, kind of cool guy. My wife texted and wants Max to say hello. Hi. <laughs> My wife's in the car listening to the show, so, oh, so she sweet. had a special request. Say, hi, Mom. I love you. Hi, Mom. What, what about that last part? Yeah, I love you. There we go. Good job. He said it to me already. <laughs> yeah, boy, Max. a boy, yeah. So how was your week, buddy? But uh, You're really busy with work, your new yeah. job and all that. Yeah, work, hockey. We have a Mankato tournament this weekend. I'm flying to Las Vegas next Monday. I'll be at SHOT Show for five straight days. It's like it's going to be the Super Bowl of my industry. I'm in the gun industry now, and I have 300-plus clients. Most of them are going to be there. It's going to be a crazy, crazy week. Um, our company's throwing a giant party on at the Paris Hotel under the Eiffel Tower. And so uh, it's going to be a madhouse. It's going to be busy. People say, you know, wow, you're going to Vegas. Oh, it's, fun. It's going to be work. It's going to be 12 hours on my feet talking to people. So I am excited, though, because 
I really get to meet a lot of people I talk to, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good time. Well, we're pulling for you, for you, pal. As Thanks. a matter of fact, when you come into Arizona in February, mm-hmm. I, maybe we'll drive down there to see you. In and February. I'll do a bunch of live videos from Vegas and Shot Show, showing everybody products and stuff. So, hey, I think we have fun. a special guest on the line. Do we not? We do. Uh, Bill, Bill Ortiz, are you there, sir? How are you doing? Every day's a gift, young man. Every day's a gift. Bill Ortiz, he's a uh, he's a fishing fool this guy he, he lives in, I, I don't even know him yet i better not call you a fool yet because i'll be on your boat yeah. in a couple of days but yeah, anyway i got i gotta be a fool i'm going out tomorrow scouting and a boy you're gonna take no. care of us yeah bill ortiz is calls it's bill ortiz outdoors network and this guy is um we'll talk about what's going to happen on thursday i'm excited about it but bill talk a bit about your background first i know you've we're on the National Walleye Tour for a while, one once or twice there. You fished with Perch Patrol for a number of years. Tell us how you got into all this gig many, many years ago. Well, I um, I fixed a tournament on my home water back back home. Well, actually, it goes back even farther than that. I go on family vacations, and I go to a lake that I've never been to before, and you know, back then, you you know, you pretty much kept everything you caught. You know, the catch and release was not catching on then yet. Yeah, yeah. But the local, i go in, you know, and clean fish. And the, before I knew it, all the local guides were asking me, what, have, what am I doing? <laughs> so, you know, I just was easy to for me to find fish and stuff. And then I fished a tournament at home on my own river that was like one, the biggest fish for a, you know, and it went for a month. Well, I went back and forth with one of the PWT, Daryl Christensen, and him went back and forth, back and forth, and he ended up be, ended up beating me by less than an ounce. Oh, no, no. So yeah. the following year, I fished it again, and I blew it away. boy. Yeah. And then that's when I decided I was going to go pro. How did you so end went, up? Where, where are you from originally? That that was on the Wisconsin River, fishing from, you know, anything from uh, like the Dell. I think it was. Yeah, I went all the way up the Wisconsin River, all the way to the Mississippi River. You know, but it went up. I think as far as uh, Nasita, Petenwell. That area. How did you end up in uh, from Wisconsin on Devil's Lake with Perch Patrol and Zippy and the gang? Well, um, Jason Mitchell was one of my rod sponsors yeah. at the end of my career. Yeah. And in 2009, I was going to go to work for him. You know, everything fell apart in 2008. I had two phone calls. I lost one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars worth of sponsorship that I had before I left the house. Wow. And, you know, because I was getting free boats, motors, paychecks, and, you know, I didn't think it was ever going to go away because I just signed (laughs) three more years with my two biggest sponsors. Yeah. And and then I fished two tournaments in 2009, and I'm sitting in third for Angler of the Year in the FLW. And if I wouldn't have had my entry fees paid by one of my smaller sponsors... I'd have lost money at the tournament. Wow. That's how bad the payout was. Wow. Yeah. Well, to continue the 
payouts the way they went down. Two thousand. I should have won both shows all three times in the PWT. The first year in 04, <clears throat> I didn't take two fish to the scales. They touch 18, but then they wouldn't. There was a warden standard at the at the bump tank. Yeah. Well, I'm going to lose total weight and get a ticket, so what's that going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't take two. I end up fifth. Yeah. We fished it, and in 2005, I win the tournament, and my paycheck between the bonus money and the tournament was almost $110,000. Well, that was 2005. That's what uh, uh, Jason, what's the kid's name who won the uh, the um, NWT this year, whatever the, tur- the tournament is? Oh, the guy we had in? Yeah, had him. he's won the last couple of years. Oh. That's a, he I'm won $130,000. Yeah, good. That's a lot of yeah. money in 2005, especially. But, and then I turn around and win the same tournament in 2008 when everything took a crash. Yeah. I won $23,000. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? So now you're doing the, the airboat stuff. You're guiding down in southwestern Wisconsin. I don't know where we're going, near Ferryville or someplace. How did you... What what can we expect on Thursday? My buddy Bob Krejci is going to be one of the guys you're going to meet. Uh, he he asked me to ask you a couple of questions. One is, uh, what depth are we going to be fishing in for the most part? Most of the part, you're probably going to be fishing three to five feet of water really? right now. So it's not critical yeah. not critical that we have depth find. I mean, vexillars. Vexillars do you know some of these fish? You can you know see them coming off the bottom. Um, but I got two guys that fish with me that have limited out every time they went fishing with me, even when it's the toughest bite. This one guy fishes on the Sweden ice fishing team. Yeah. He used to, and the Canadian ice fishing team. And I met him two years ago, and he really cocked himself up. And I told, I told him, I said, Jim, I... What I did in my game, I never talk like this. Right. So you better prove it to me you that bet. you can do it. Yeah. And he can do it. Oh, fine. But he fishes, he fishes with it. Last year, the one day that he did really good, he was using he uses the camera all the time. But that day, if he wouldn't have been using the camera, he wouldn't have caught him. He didn't even feel the bite. He watched the bite. Interesting. How? Uh, what do you have for ice conditions down there? Well, we're just getting ice now. Yeah. I mean, today that's why I'm going out tomorrow because these two guys, and they're bringing a buddy. I wasn't even going, you know, taking anybody till you guys come down. Yeah. And they want to go. Um, I'm going out to make sure the backwaters, we had, we got like 12 inches of snow here yeah. yesterday in that. and But it blew off, I'm pretty sure, because the pool blew off where I'm going out across. We're probably going to still be breaking through ice out in the main part of the river, but that I got a 20-foot airboat. That's why we got them. That's why we take airboats, because there's no no worry. Right. <laughs> and uh, But these, a lot of these locals, they'll take four-wheelers and side-by-sides out there if it gets really cold, which I would never do that. No, thanks. No, That's thanks. Hey, what do we... Uh, no, what do... there's like three There's yeah. like three cups out there that are 20 feet deep. Yeah. 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 It's not the main channel, but there's still current that goes through there. Yeah. What are we going to be targeting? 
What's that? Are we going to be fishing uh, specifically perch? Are we going to try to catch a crappie or a panfish or anything like that? You're gonna, you'll catch some gills in there, and um, when the get, if you you can get some really big gills, but the perch is the number one thing. Yeah. Um, last year, we really got the northerns out there. The northern fishing is as, is as good as I've seen in 30 years. I mean, we had a lot of 34 to 36-inch fish. 39 and a half was wow. the biggest. Wow, yeah. But they seem like they're following the, the perch around big yeah. time. Even when I was fishing here the last few weeks in a yeah. boat, yep. when I went to target the perch, that's when we saw them the northern. Cool. Hey, my buddy Mark's got a question for you. Yeah, um, it's, it's just the airboat thing it just is so cool to me. What, what are the challenges or advantages of an airboat? Obviously, airboats, you can go over open water pockets, but is there anything on an airboat that, that is just really difficult to manage? Um, well, they got a lot of upkeep. In fact, I just got it out. My nephew is my mechanic. He's a head mechanic for uh, UPS, but he does all my engine work and that. But I had I spent about $1,500 on stress crap, you know, welds and and we drive really slow on the ice because you can't. You're like driving a car with no shocks. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just it's hard on them. But this thing's a tank. Um, it's I had a 14 footer two years ago. There's no comparison. Yeah. What are we going to be using for bait? What should we? Uh, what are you going to? What should we bring? What kind of jigs and all that kind of good stuff? Well, we this year we go rockers and stuff, but we uh, we catch them on. Um, um, little sea soles. Uh, there's a Snyder lure that I use that's got a lot of blades on it. I like that if they're aggressive. But just plain, um, these guys that do so good, they use just regular rat finkies. Chartreuse or orange. Okay. But the smallest you can get, 12s or 14s. You know? Got it. I'm excited, young man. I, we're probably going to see you in the cabins. Uh, I forget where we're staying because I think Jennifer said you're staying in the same place. We'll be there Wednesday. No, we're we're in the we're in the duplex uptown here, but okay, All we're right. not very far apart. I mean, right. we can come down and we can come down and talk to you. And, well, you let's, know, when you get in yeah. Wednesday night, now I have a good idea. I got me and my scout in the next three days. I I can't ask for a better guy to help me. Good. You know. The water went way up, then and now it's been dropping. We're going to wrap it up here, Bill. We're going to see you and Jennifer down there Wednesday. Bob and I and uh, my buddy Dan will be there probably about eh, 3, 4 o'clock or so. We're going to grab a bite and a beer somewhere. When we get down there, we'll give you a call and see if we can hook up and just BS and spend the night and look forward to Thursday. I'm excited about it. A uh, little little anxious as well. It's going to be so damn cold, and I'm one of those guys. You know? Yeah. It's, that's well, it's tough. actually going to be warming up a little bit by yeah, then. yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll keep me warm. You'll keep me warm. Bill Bill Ortiz, uh, thanks for joining us on the Four Outdoorsman tonight. Looking forward to Wednesday night seeing you and fishing Thursday. Let's have a good time, all right? Uh, we will. All right, I'll sir. I'll work my butt off thanks, for you. Thanks, young man. Good luck tomorrow. You bet. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. Going to be right back. We've got a special guest. In, in studio. In studio guest. Casey Berg, Berg, Bergwald. Bergwald. You got it. Yep. B-U-R-G-W-A-L-D. Bergwald. Got hey, it. Guys, how you doing? Just enjoying Bob Outdoors with the four outdoorsmen on a Sunday evening. It's a good thing.
Hey, the four outdoorsmen have been to Devil's Lake many times and fall in love with it every time. Hard water's here, and Devil's Lake is just about as good as it gets. I'm going to name drop here. Kurt Wallbeck of Outdoor Bound TV and John Hoyer, winner of the National Walleye Tour the last two years, are only two of the professional big shots that feel like Devil's Lake is overall the best fishery in the entire country. Saying a lot. Hey, before you head that way, get a hold of Strewman here. I'll put you in touch with a great guide, nice hotel, superb restaurants, whatever you need. Check it all out on devilslakend.com. And thanks. Call Dazeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional furnace repair at your home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your furnace goes out during a cold winter day. If you have a unit that's ready to roll over, Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any furnace system and can get your house warm and cozy again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your furnace goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it is too late. DazealHVAC.com Clam Outdoors has what ice anglers need for ice fishing this winter. From portable fish traps and pop-up hub shelters to ice armor by Clam Outerwear and cold weather gear to stay warm on those cold winter days. Along with a wide array of accessories, Clam Pro Tackle, Frost Ice Line, rods, reels, and combos, and so much more. Whether you're a hardcore or casual ice angler, Clam has what you need for ice fishing. Check out the full line of ice fishing gear at ClamOutdoors.com. I'd like to welcome our newest sponsor, Minnesota Firearms Training, or MNFirearms.com. I've known Mike for over a decade, and it's the best place to go for permit-to-carry classes. You can get your Minnesota or non-resident Florida multi-state permit. You can shoot in their state-of-the-art gun range and take a class right there. Sign up at MN, like the state, firearms.com. They also buy and sell guns and can special order anything you need. MNFirearms.com. Shoot. Train. Get permits, buy guns, sounds good to me. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head -head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. Hey, it's Brandon Backstrom from The Homegrown Show, and I want to see you at the Bob FM Listener Appreciation Party at the Medina Entertainment Center. We're going to reveal how much you helped us raise with this year's Minnesota Country Salute CD while we're there. Get the full details under the events calendar at mybobcountry.com. It's Neil for Zero Res saying Happy New Year, and they're ready to offer you their best deal of the year in the first month of the year. So don't wait for the price to go up. Start the new year with a great deal. Call today and ask for the Bob FM special. Three rooms, zero resified, starting at just. 119 bucks and take 75 bucks off when you get your air duct zero res clean. Call 952-ZERO-RES or online at ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the Bob FM special. Zero Res, spell it backward to forward, it spells the same. And don't forget to tell them Neil sent you from Bob FM. Message data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. 
Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text APPLY NOW to 88909 right now to get started. That's APPLY NOW to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text APPLY NOW to 88909. Total Country Welcome back to the Four Outdoorsmen. We have a full house here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people in the studio. Nine with Max. Yeah, this might be a record for us. I, I love it. It's the okay. whole Bergwald posse. All right, oh. there's, we have, we've got a test. I want you to name everybody in the studio right now. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I can't. Grandpa Bergwald, Ryan Bergwald, Karen, <laughs> yeah. Cody, little, little brother Bergwald, but friend yeah. guy and Grandpa. <laughs> I got them all. Hey, our special guest this section is Casey. Yeah, but before we get to that, oh, oh can yeah, I sorry, take care I forgot. Of business real fast. We have here? to give away some tickets real yeah, quick. Yeah, it's time to give away a four pack of tickets to the St. Cloud Sportsman Show. Got We're going to do the same thing we did last week. Caller number four. The number is 763-450-0100. 763-450-0100. Caller number four is getting a four pack of tickets. Let's see, when is this thing? Is uh, um, February 9th through the 11th, the St. Cloud Sportsman Show. So. Give a call now. Caller number four is going for free. That's cool. Now, you guys don't know that he's down to caller caller number four. Well, it used to be we'd say caller about 16, but we never got 16 calls. (laughs) Caller number one. We're supposed to tell people that. We always get way (laughs) more callers. First caller gets these these tickets. Yeah. Mark, you go ahead. Yeah. So, we'd like to welcome uh, Casey to the show. So, Casey's been an assistant kind of coach for my son, Nick, and and a very good. young man and a positive influence and just very easy to go along with. And we got to talking and I got to talking with his dad and I heard that you were on the Centennial fishing team and we love to promote high school fishing and we want to learn more about that. But first we're going to get into that, but first I got to talk a little bit of football and I know you were part of the team. You got to dress for a few games. Centennial won the state tournament. Just give me a little snippet of how cool that was. We were Watching every game, we went to yep. every playoff game, we went to the state title. It was the most incredible ending I've ever seen of a <laughs> high school football game. It was. Yeah. So just give us a brief minute or two what that whole experience was like. Was everyone at school just bouncing off the walls? Yeah, for sure. You know, it was an amazing experience. I mean, um, everybody at school was very excited and just all the work you put in. Yeah. Day in and day out, all summer, all the workouts, practices, everything. It was just, it was awesome. It was a really good feeling for everybody in the whole school. I can't imagine like how excited, you know, just it was at school. I mean, was yeah. was there like parades or what what all happened after that? Oh, there wasn't parades, but yeah, there was a lot of um people that were just everybody was just very excited cuz you know it was the first big state championship that we got. Mhm. And it was just really cool to see cuz it's a great group of football players and it was just cool to see what they could do and they did. They got it done. So now, it was I'll tell you awesome. what, you're, you're you're next to a celebrity right there. Mark yeah, Lukey yeah. was in the state high school hockey tournament in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, that was such a cool experience. You're also a hockey player. Yep. You also play lacrosse. How on earth do you manage to be on a fishing team as well as three sports? Yeah, and you know it's tough, but you just got to work. You work around it and. It, yeah, your poor parents. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a lot for them. Lot. I can imagine. So, I know that high school fishing has really started to take off in the last five, ten years, and we've kind of interviewed a lot of people, and it's fun to see that progression. Did you know about 
the high school fishing team right away? Did someone invite you to it? How did you get involved in the team? Yeah, you know, so growing up, I always fished a lot around the local lakes and stuff. And then uh, I saw the fishing team. And so me and my buddy, we decided we wanted to do it. So we looked into it, you know. We did it uh, the first year. We didn't. We weren't able to make that many tournaments. But then the, ne the next year, which was this following year, we were able to make all the tournaments, and we had a great year, and it was awesome. Did you do you have to try out? What are the parameters of the team? Um, obviously, there's a limited amount of boats, right? So yeah, a big caveat in youth fishing is someone has to have a boat. And, and yep. do you do you need a captain? Do you drive your own boat? Yeah. So you need you, you need a captain. So your dad, so he would drive the boat, and then okay, yeah. Is it always dads usually, or is there other like volunteers or anything? You know, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's not very many moms, but there's yeah. You can have other volunteers. Like, I think you got to be like 18 or older. So, mm -hmm. a couple. Uh, like our fishing, our boat captain was um, my partner's cousin. So okay, not always dads. You know, so right. mix. Nice. What are the responsibilities of the of the boat captain? I mean, the the person who is coming along with you to support you guys and drive the boat. Other than driving the boat, what are their responsibilities? Yeah, so they um, they can make sure the fish is fish are okay, you know, and they can. Um, um, do they actually weigh them for you, or like are they like kind of an official, or how does it how does that uh, work? No, they can't touch the fish, but they can like make sure they're okay, and uh, they can't grab the they can grab the net, but they can't net it for you. Okay, so there's it. not that much they can do for you except drive the boat, and yeah. Well, that's. Better than nothing, right? Yeah. But yep. like the question that Mark asked, okay, how do you, how do they rank first, second, third, fourth, fifth? Is it by weight? Is it by yeah. the length of the fish? So you have to weigh the boat on the, I mean the, the fish, fish on the boat. Yeah. Someone has to videotape that, so right? So you'll, you you gotta have a scale, and there's a f five fish limit, and so, so however many fish, however much the five fish weigh is. Who wins? So yeah. that's how that works. How so. many is it? A two day deal or one day deal? One mostly just right. one day, seven AM to two PM. So can you can you share with us? We're talking with uh, with Casey from Centennial High School on the fishing team. Can you share with us one special, most memorable experience you had from two thousand twenty three on the water? Yeah. So um let me start off by saying um I have a great partner, a great captain, and just the memories we made, all the stories we had, and it was just such a fun experience to experienced that with them and one of my other favorite parts was the lot the live weigh-ins they're really awesome because yeah. you go in there you get to meet new people talk about how the fishing day was so it's it's really awesome and you get to see what you got from yeah. the, the day so it's you get to hold up the bass parts. like like on tv you yeah. get to hold them up yep you get a picture yeah, so <laughs> that's it's, awesome it's, yeah it's a sweet experience you know that's things have to parts. happen everything does not go perfectly for you guys i mean sure the motor maybe the motor goes bad the the trolling motor the depth find whatever they are yeah, maybe their yeah. electronics so, is going bad we had a kid in I don't know, five six weeks ago well, maybe it's last year that were fishing in the, some kind of a big tournament in the saint croix river i believe and another boat from another team drove over their boat Oh right my. over the top, right over the top mm -hmm. of the motor, they and just ran what? Right really? over them, right over the yep. top of them. Remember Seriously. that? Yeah, they well, had to get another boat. Yeah, and they ended up winning the tournament. And they, they had won to get the another tournament. boat. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The photographer. Yeah, we, had, we had to do that too in the state tournament. But did you? We were still able to keep going, and so it was, it was a good time. Yeah. So tell but, us that story. What happened in the state tournament? So the on day two, since it was a two day tournament, uh, we went to go start the motor, and the motor didn't want to start. And you know, we were we were going to go all the way to upper like upper goal, so. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we couldn't just troll over there like that wasn't gonna work. So, we had we had to get. Um, thank God, my uh, other partner 
he brought a he brought the other boat and we were able to use that so well we spare boats able, yeah. yikes yeah. big bucks in centennial fishing yeah i right? know this is all about casey casey <laughs> Bergwald, right out yeah. of centennial mom and dad here the whole family's here but that's an embarrassing situation when you think you're trying to get off yeah. you're all excited your heart's beating and the damn motor doesn't start now yeah. what do you do mark yeah. would you share on a bigger scale when you were with boomer with uh, the veterans wasn't yeah, no, no, the was hockey fishing players. for life was that fishing for life? When uh, our big tournament in Brainerd, when yeah. when my partner forgot to put oil, yeah. in his yeah. two-stroke, yeah. and so we had to putter for the entire day and yeah. go about five miles an hour. Yeah. yeah, we had to park the boat, and he had to drive, and like I was holding onto a dock for two hours. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. Didn't you get towed back in by a pontoon oh, yeah. boat? Yeah. <laughs> I got towed back in. Oh, the it big was, radio show. Oh, There's a radio you personality, yeah. you know, and yeah. he's got banners. Mark, Lukey, the four outdoors went on the boat, and they tow him back in. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We got towed in by a pontoon yeah. Yeah. Yep, to make it worse. It's a great it was memory. like a, yeah, a minivan towing your truck. But um, so you got a chance to be in the state tournament, which is co- very awesome. Yeah. Explain that process. Is there like regionals or is it is like an open invitational? How do you get to the state tournament? Where was it? So first off, let me start here. So. You have to, um, if you don't qualify, so we had to fish a qualifier just to qualify to be able to fin- fish the conference mm-hmm. opens. So we qualified for that. And then there was three conference opens and you get points for how, how like what you place and stuff. So then after the three, um, conference or the three conference opens, we were able to qualify for state. Mm-hmm. So it depends how good you do in those. And then we qualified for state and, uh, yeah, it was sweet. Experience. Where was it? Gull Lake. Okay. Gull Lake. So, yeah. Yeah, your mom sent a video of the national anthem, and that yeah. was just—it was, was tear-jerking that, almost. That was it was one incredible. Of my moments. All all the boats lined up, getting ready for takeoff, yeah. and the the sun. It was just sun rising up. It was just awesome. It's really good to see uh, youth fishing taking off, and we've been a part of a lot of different organizations like bass and in high school fishing, and and it's just. We need that in this sport, and it's great to see that the high – it's kind of like high school clay leagues are taking off too, and it's just great to see that that can be a part of kids in high school because, I mean, we all love sports, uh, traditional sports, but outdoors, something you can enjoy the rest of your life. So by teaching these kids these skills and to compete in that kind of thing, I mean, you can take it as far as you want. You yeah. know what I mean? Every teenager has an opportunity to screw up, you know, and, yeah. and get in trouble. And nah. all that, but, but no, seriously, but – you see very, very little issues with kids who are in fishing, trap shooting, mm-hmm. yep. you know, that kind of stuff, the outdoor stuff. You just very seldom see anything about it. Now, are academics part of your being able to fish? No, they're not, but they should They should, they start should to be. be. <laughs> yeah, they should be, shouldn't they? So that one's on the parents. But it's in the summer, so it's like okay. you're not really in school. So if academics, having a particular level you had to achieve, were part of being able to fish, would you be fishing today? Yeah. You would? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Good for you. Good for you. All right. So you're a star in football, soon to be, hockey, lacrosse, and fishing. You have to pick one. And you're not – don't be biased because you're on an outdoor show. Because I love all those sports too, except for lacrosse. Baseball is way better. But um, pick one. You have to do it. That's a hard one, you know. Um, I feel like it it, – one. There's no wrong answers here, young man. It's, I'll tell you right now, it's between hockey and fishing. I'm just going to tell you right, right that's, there. That's me too, I think. But I feel like you could fish your whole life, so I'd probably go fishing, even though we're on an outdoor show, you know. You can fish your whole life. There's so many different lakes you can try. Way so to many kiss butt. Species. Way to kiss butt. Good answer. 
Now we're talking again with with uh, Casey Bergwald, Centennial High School hockey. I mean, uh, well, hockey as well, but the fishing team. Now uh, we were just talking to a guy named Bill Ortiz, and I'm going to go fishing with Bill on Thursday. Yeah. I said, Bill, what are you going to use? And he's mentioning off stuff that hell, I never heard of him. Yeah. So I'm. Um, he talked about a rockers. Do you know what that is? A what? Rockers? Is that what he said? I don't said? know what that oh, is. I, I don't think I've heard of that. How about Little Cecil's? <laughs> What's a Little Cecil? No, I have no idea. How about a Snyder? What was a Snyder? What do you say about I think that might be a kind of lure. Snyder lures? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those, okay. How about a, a Finky, an orange Finky? Is that what he said? <laughs> I, I think he to, was just making them up. I yeah, try, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Minnesota Vikings when they tell a rookie to go get a turkey. I'm going to go to the bait store and ask for all these things. They're going to say, someone's screwing with you, man. Go ahead. All right, yeah. to follow that up, you are in the state tournament on Gull Lake. You can select one lure to catch a fish and win the whole thing. Oh, what? That's too easy for me. What presentation? I'm writing it down. What depth? What are you going for? Uh, I'm going straight. I'm going for that crankbait, straight up. That's where I was catching a lot of them on. I'm trolling, casting. What casting, are you doing with the casting? Yep. Yeah. All right. Sure. How deep? Like, what kind of crankbait do you typically use? Uh, DT ten. Yeah. So, how do you determine whether you're going to fish with uh, what type of line, braided, mono, whatnot, or you're consistent with all, the entire time? For, for a lot of crankbait fishing, I go mono and uh, braid. A lot of frogging and heavier baits. And fl- floral for more spinning rods and for that type type of stuff. So cool. Yeah. Um, well, Casey, we have a couple minutes. You're welcome to stay in our next segment. But yeah. um, a lot of people are involved to to help you. Is do you want to give a shout out to your coaches? Do you want to give yeah. a shout out to anyone that helps you along the way? Anybody in this room? Anyone in this room? Maybe want to thank. Maybe a little brother. Anybody <laughs> you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my uh, parents first of all because all the fishing stuff they bought bought me. I got so much fishing stuff, <laughs> and I also like to get a um, a shout out to my coach, Mr. Rasmussen. Um, thank you for everything you've done. Uh, I just thank you to all my coaches for everything you've done and. My partner, I want to give a shout-out to Isaiah, my captain. Give partner shout-out to my partner, Andrew. Thank you for everything you guys have done. It's just so many fun memories, and it's been a fun time. If someone in Centennial schools or any high school wants to get into high school fishing, do you know what they should do? Should they talk to, like, um, athletic director of the school? or? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure every school has an um, a page that, like, shows all the activities. You can probably find it there. And Okay. Um, also, Minnesota Junior Bass, that's kind of what I've been doing. Maybe if you look it up, you should be able to get in. And all you need is a boat with a live well, and you could fish and have a great time. And I think that a lot of kids that love to fish should be in, should be doing it for sure, 100%. Be proud of yourself, young man. I'm yeah. telling you, it's, it's, a, it's a cool deal what you're doing. And, and yeah. we didn't have that stuff when we were kids, you know. And, yeah. uh, uh, you're and very walked uphill both you ways. Know, you, yeah. you're, you're, you should thank God every day that you're in the position you're in. That, and I yeah. mean that sincerely, you know. Yep. So one last thing, predict uh, Centennial's finish this year in hockey. Oh, I think we're making it. They, uh, they Sex- got a good squad. Sectionals? Yeah. I, th- I think we're, we're going to get to sections, and then it's, hopefully we make it past sections. It's going to be a battle. Thanks for being on the show, kid. Yeah. And thank keep you. fishing. Keep staying outside. He'll be right back with uh, Ann Rosenquist from Bayfield, Minnesota. She was on a television show called Alone. It's a survival... um, uh, One of my favorite shows. Yeah, 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 Mark's Mark's a phantom. So she'll be on next on The Four Outdoorsman. 
Listen to Total Country Bob FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Hey, the four outdoorsmen have been to Devil's Lake many times and fall in love with it every time. Hard water's here, and Devil's Lake is just about as good as it gets. Winner name drop here. Kurt Wallbeck of Outdoor Bound TV and John Hoyer, winner of the National Walleye Tour the last two years, are only two of the professional big shots that feel like Devil's Lake is overall the best fishery in the entire country. Saying a lot. Hey, before you head that way, get a hold of Strewman here. I'll put you in touch with a great guy. Nice hotels, superb restaurants, whatever you need. Check it all out on DevilsLakeND.com. And thanks. Clam Outdoors has what ice anglers need for ice fishing this winter. From portable fish traps and pop-up hub shelters to ice armor by Clam Outerwear and cold weather gear to stay warm on those cold winter days. Along with a wide array of accessories, Clam Pro Tackle, Frost Ice Line, rods, reels, and combos, and so much more. Whether you're a hardcore or casual ice angler, Clam has what you need for ice fishing. Check out the full line of ice fishing gear at ClamOutdoors.com. I'd like to welcome our newest sponsor, Minnesota Firearms Training. Right on the corner of 169 and Highway 10 is Minnesota Firearms Training. You can get your Minnesota or non-resident multi-state permit to carry. You can shoot in their state-of-the-art gun range and take classes right there. Sign up at MN, like the state, minnesotafirearms.com. They also buy and sell guns and can special order anything you need. Minnesotafirearms.com, mnfirearms.com. Shoot, train, get permits, buy guns. Sounds good to me. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. All right, well, back. I uh, got to thank uh, Casey Bergwald for uh, joining us. And Casey, you're welcome to stick around. Casey's a fisherman from Centennial High School, but you're welcome to stay, stick around and, and you can talk with Ann Rose. Rosenquist, like we are here as well. Anne, are you there? I am. Hi there. You sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> I love it. Must be colder than hell up in Bayfield. You got to keep talking and moving around. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Anne Rosenquist was uh, the reason I got a hold of her, and, and we steal many of our guests from the Outdoor News, and and uh, read the story about Anne and the Outdoor News. She was on a television show called Alone that's on the History Channel, and it's like a uh, uh, a survival reality TV show, kind of like Survivor and those kind of things. Tell us, how did you get involved in this? I know you love the outdoors. You're up in Bayfield right now, and I've seen some videos of you. And she's, as a matter of fact, she sent, sent me a it was on Facebook, and she was making uh, deerskin clothing. Did, is that part of your your income? Is making deerskin clothing? Oh, no, no, no. This is just for me. You know how much work it is to tan those hides and make the clothing? No, that's what I wear. It looks like a lot of work. Oh. Yeah. Well, good for you because it looked good. She modeled it, and she's patting herself on the ass, and she was how, how, <laughs> how flexible they are and all this. That, that was so cute, Anne. I respect you for that. Let's talk again about the television alone. How did you get involved in the television alone, the television show? Well, I love the, I love the show. I don't know if anyone's watched it before, but 
one of the only reality shows where you have to film yourself. So they give you like four or five cameras and you go out in the woods and you have to set up and you film yourself all day long. And you're, but you're alone. You're totally alone. Um, and so I love the show and my, my partner, he applied and he didn't get on. And so I was just like sitting there. My mom had died and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my life? You know, I'm like 58 years old. And I was like, I'm just going to apply. And so I applied and somehow, somehow I got on. I think there were 40,000 people that applied that year for that show. Wow. That's, that's, well, I'll tell you what, you talked about being a fan of the show alone. I've heard of it. I've only seen it sporadically, but my buddy Mark, who's going to talk to you now, is a big, big fan of the television show as well. Yeah, and hi, it's Mark here. Um, I love the show. It's one of the few shows I really get involved in. I haven't watched your season yet, but um, I'm really excited to do so. My favorite part of the show is, I, I, I guess I dream about being in that situation like a lot of people do, and I think that's what makes it so popular. But my favorite part of the show is determining what you're going to bring along. So how did you go about determining what you're going to bring along to be in the wilderness by yourself? Um, well, you get, you know, you, they give you a list and you have to pick 10 things from it. Um, they also give you a list of things that you can bring, like you can bring two pairs of pants or whatever. But those 10 items are real important and everybody kind of stresses over it, like, um, you know, like I brought a sleeping bag and hooks and fishing line, cooking pot, bow and arrow, a saw, an axe, snare wire, paracord, multi-tool, and a ferro rod for fires. But, um, you know, when you get out there, it's totally different. You're like, well, you know, I really didn't need that saw, um, <laughs> you know. Like the snare wire, there I set up snares everywhere. I didn't, I was, wasn't able to snare a thing out there, so... Yeah. What did you eat? You started with no food. Did you bring some food with you? I did not bring any food. I I found a lot of mushrooms um, that I cooked. I wasn't really sure of that one mushroom, but I cooked a little <laughs> bit. And then <laughs> I picked that one mushroom every single time. Because, you know, you go out and forage here, but up there it's totally different things, you know. You don't even know what they are as far as mushrooms. Oh, well, you, um, you didn't find any morels, right? Yeah, there was no morels. Yeah. 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 I ate a, a lot of reindeer moss, which is you have to cook it three times or you die. Um, you know, I just just kind of kind of didn't eat much. Um, I did get a grouse. Had a girl. Um, I had, yeah, I, I tried to fish. Boy, did I try to fish. It was supposed <laughs> to be one of the top fishing spots around, and I I had the wind coming at me all the time, so I made this big pole and I was casting out. I wasn't getting it out far enough, so I started swimming my lures way out into the lake and then swimming back and then reeling it in, you know. I, I also made a gill net, but I still didn't get a fish in my spot. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, man. This is wonderful. You know, you, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what you have to go through. Did you, like some people gorge themselves for 30 or 60 days prior to the show and gain weight prior to the show or did you just wing it yeah a lot of people do um gain a lot of weight i didn't gain much weight and to tell you the truth i was actually the alternate so they pick uh 10 people that are going to go and then two alternates and um at the last minute i was put in 
like three days before. And so all summer when I was preparing to go, I didn't really know if I was going on or not going on. Like one day I'd be like, sure, I'm going to go on. And then the next day I'd be like, ah, you know, so it, it, it was kind of a difficult situation for me, you know, being the alternate. You know, you um, were... In fact, uh, I was, go ahead. Yeah. Uh. So I was, actually, I was going to bring salt, but, you know, like, it was like it was like maybe three days before, four days before, and I thought, well, I'll just sell that salt. And so I ended up selling the salt because I was going to be going home, but then just two days or whatever before we were going to launch, they were like, you're going you know, I'll tell you what, this is, this is really, really cool. We'll talk about your business up there as well. Uh, but uh, I know you were born and raised into this, into this attitude, if you want to call it that. Reading in the outdoor news again right now, it says when you were a kid, your mom and dad were always working. It's you and your, your little sister were off wandering around, chasing bears, and doing squirrel autopsies. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was raised up on the North Shore. Of Lake Superior, so I, I, you know, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> um, you met, you met all the contestants, uh, contestants on the show alone. How many contestants were in this episode, in this series? Um, yeah, there were ten. It was episode ten. Um, I think it's going to be airing on Netflix maybe next summer. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can find it right now on the History Channel's app. I think. Yeah, I was... you can find it on History Channel too. I think. Yeah. 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 Okay, so who won? I know you finished like 19 days. What caused you to hang it up after 19 days? You know, it was it was lack of salt. I I got dehydrated because I drank too much liquid. You wow. know, I drank maybe a gallon a day. I was still in my belly, but I got dehydrated. Well, that's scary. But they do have somebody fairly close by who's keeping tabs on you. Oh yeah, yeah. They they're real good. You call in every day. If you pass out, they're gonna know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, the guy that won, uh, I think he, he gained or he lost 80 pounds. He was uh, a teacher from Vancouver. Wow. Was yeah, he, he uh, did real well. How long, how long were you, was this a 30-day deal? How long is this? As long as the last, so wow. I, I, I can't remember if he was out there 80-some days or what, but, yeah, as long as someone's out there, if there's two people, you know. Well, you're a, bit, so more, you're, you're a better special than I am. You're talking about the top the 10 things you want to bring. Mark and I were talking about this on the way here. I, I said the first thing that I would have taken was dental floss. I'm, a, I'm an anal dental floss guy, man. I would have gone crazy yeah, without, without dental floss. Well, go ahead, Mark. And you reuse it. I, I, <laughs> if it doesn't rip, you got to reuse it, right? Right, Ann? Got to reuse yeah. it. Go ahead, Mark. Right. <laughs> so, so, Ann, when you're in this situation, um, what is the most – I mean, what is the hardest part? Is it being lonely and alone, or is it hunger? What, what really is the hardest part about a survival situation like this? You know, for me, I think it was, it was you know, not getting the food. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's not a normal situation. Norm, nobody goes out in the woods in the fall and is going to just, you know, survive. You, you would go in the spring and kind of set yourself up when there's more to eat and so, yeah, I wasn't really lonely, actually. I thought it was really beautiful out there. It was really fun to be out there alone. It was kind of cool. <laughs> Good for you. What a, what a great experience. I mean, that's just, it's something you'll never, ever, ever forget. And uh, we're proud of you, and I, I think it's neat that I want to sit down and have a beer with you sometime. Next time I come up north to, to Bayfield or 
or Grammaray or something. I'm going to look you up, and, uh, and I think it'd just be fun to hear the, all these stories. We're proud of you. Let's talk a little about Northwind's Organic Farm. How long have you guys had that? Oh, it's been around since the hills began, I think. Yeah. It's been here a number of years, yeah. It's, it's, we're up in the Bayfield Fruit Loop. Um, we're organic. Uh, we do U-Pick, you know. We have lots of it. It's kind of an agritourism, you know, agriculture and tourism combined kind of place. Mm-hmm. A lot of people drive the Fruit Loop and stop by in the summer. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fruit up here because, you know, we're up in the middle of Lake Superior and the, we're kind of moderated by the lake. Yeah. So, so how does that affect the growing season and all that? Are you, do you have do you have organic stuff twelve months out of the year up there? No, no. Just just a few short season, you know, months actually. June, July, August, September, and maybe October. Right. Yeah. So, yes, a lot of good fruits, though. You know, strawberries, raspberries, blueberries. Good for you. all those. Yeah. Mark. And is your business going to boom this year? Are you putting up a billboard as seen on a lone TV show? Or yeah, right, right. What's, how's the marketing going to change for your organic farm? <laughs> oh, you know, you mean the change from being um, on a loan to the farm thing? Yeah, like how are you going to have a billboard somewhere or are you going to promote no. it so they can get autographs? Yeah. No. Welcome I'm to a loner. Welcome, welcome to Bayfield, the birthplace of Anne Rosenquist, or whatever, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good for you. So what oh, do you? I don't know about that. So what do you? I think I think your partner's name is Tom, if I remember reading. But what do you guys enjoy doing when you're up there? Because you, it's you're up there. That's that's cold up there. Of course, it's even colder than down here. More snow. Do you love the outdoors? Twelve months out of the year. Do you cross country ski, hike, all those other kind of good things? Fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we cross-country ski and snowshoe and go out deer hunting and, you know, just go out mushroom hunting and wandering around in the woods. And, we, we you know, we burn wood, so we're always out in the woods, actually. We cook with wood, too. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty much outside. <laughs> and so if they called you someday and said, we're going to have another series of past – contestants would you ever do anything like this again or is one and done for you oh i would 100 percent do it yeah. it was so fun yeah it was really it was it was worth it if anyone thinks they want to apply to the show i would just go for it what the heck you know <laughs> were you in, were you in communication with your your partner is his name tom is, is that am i correct there yeah, 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 yeah. His name is Tom. Okay, were yeah. you were you in c- communication with him at all during your 19 days there? Were you allowed to make phone calls or anything like that? Oh no, no, you had no no contact with the outside world. Cool. Yeah. I think I yeah. love that. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's really nice. There's no phones. There's no you know. It's just really nice. <laughs> what was it like in having to film yourself all the time? Was that strange? Did they have to train you on all that? And that, like just sleeping, everything you always have a camera in your face. What was that like? That was really weird. It was really weird. <laughs> and you know, you get used to it after a while. But it, you know, sometimes I'd be turning to the camera and talking to the student, the camera about something. And then I'd realize the battery was dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, am I going insane? <laughs> Yeah. Well, congratulations on, on even getting to 19 days. I can't picture someone. If you said 19 days, you think the winner might have gone like 70 or 80. That's hard to comprehend yeah. 
when you had some issues at 19 days, what would you do differently? Of, of the 10 items you brought, what would you change next time? Well, I probably would bring the salt, and I wouldn't bring the saw. I would keep the axe because you, you got to chop wood somehow, and I think you can use that in the ice, too. Yeah. And I, I prepare a cord instead of, like, either I would have probably dropped the, uh, the um, snare wire because you get a bunch of snare wire, and I probably would have got, gotten maybe some food would have been nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good start. I think you, it's... You, yeah, you can choose food as one of your items. Well, like, hell. It's not very fun, but two pounds of gold. I think I would have come with, I brought something. I really, That takes guts to go there blindfold. How did you catch a grouse without a without a, a weapon? Oh, I, I had a bow and arrow. Oh, good oh. for you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was, I had a moose too out there that was, you know, he was, he was, he was right there. I could hear him all the time. So I was gearing up for a moose, but I was thinking more like I had to finish my shelter and I had to like wait till it got a little cooler and I had to make a meat rack and I had to make a separate fire to start smoking all this. So I was going to do it all ahead of time. Wow. And I was kind of planning on it. And then I got so weak from being dehydrated. Yeah. So I I just couldn't get him. But I, when he came through, he was the biggest thing I've ever seen. Wow. And no <laughs> camera. Yeah. yeah. Could you have brought a camera? Yeah, I got him on camera. Oh, yeah, cool. he came right through my camp one day. He was He was after a woman on the other side of the of the uh the the water there yeah. and he was he was making the the male you know like oh 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 and he was tripping and stuff how'd that go and yeah so how, how, how'd that go again how, <laughs> what kind of noise he make <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's going on the sound bar i love you lady friend i'll tell you what ann rosenquist we're gonna let you go uh, thanks yeah. for joining us on the Four Outdoorsman. It's been a blast. I'd love to meet you face to face. I mean that sincerely. So if next time I'm heading that way, don't be surprised if you get a phone call from a Strew Man here. Someone asked you how tough really was it to be on alone, and you said, "All my life I've been preparing for this show. I don't think being on the show was as rough as living in downtown Minneapolis." <laughs> <laughs> You're a special lady. Congratulations on whatever that's happening in life. Stay healthy. And again, like you said, don't be surprised if Strewman's going to knock on your door someplace sometime, all right? Take yeah. care of yourself. All right. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Oh, you're a nice lady. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Well, that's yeah. a fun lady there, isn't it? Super stuff, man. We have a lot of fun on the Four Outdoorsman. Thanks to young man here, Casey. Uh, we had... Uh, Shout out to Cody for, uh, for coming in, and yeah. congrats on the big win today. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. All of a sudden, Cody's a big shot now, too? All the girls are going to come after you, and, oh, you're a radio star. But, no, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody. Uh, Bill Ortiz, who else was there? That's all sorts it. of guests. We got them in Rand. Yeah, That's we it. got them all. Hey, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great week. Uh, be safe. It's, it's colder than heck. And I hope I uh, come back and talk about fishing with Bill Ortiz on the airboat by next Sunday. If not, <laughs> hey, take care of yourself. My buddy Mark's got some, uh, some uh, something to say to you. Get outside and make some memories. 